find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, yo, you are now listening to another brand new episode of the world famous top 10 business podcast in the world. This is the award winning Behind the Baller podcast, and I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Yo, guys, man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that's not a secret, okay? I got a whole lot of shit going on, okay? Like, when people say their life is a movie, okay, if that's the case, then my life is a Star Wars series, okay? All right, man, I am really busier than shit, okay? I got to keep it a buck with y'all, always, okay? I share more here on BTB with you guys than I do on any social media platform, okay? And right now, I am beat up like Rita Ora's coochie, all right? <laughs> I mean, in the entire time of being a dad, this is the most worn out and exhausted I've ever been, okay? So thank God that I shed a few pounds and I decided to cut out the bullshit before this Disneyland trip because, fuck, yo, like McDonald's and fried foods and all that shit I was eating every single day, it would have put me in the ER, like real talk. I hear stories, right? About people passing out from exhaustion. Like one time, 10 years ago, Solange Knowles, she passed out due to exhaustion. Okay. She went to the ER. Like, so, okay, I'm trying to figure this out. Like I played organized sports, right? College level D1 football. Okay. D2 basketball. I lost 53 pounds 11 years ago in three months, right? Working my ass off. I've pushed myself to extreme limits. So I'm like wondering, what the fuck level of exhaustion do you have to get to where you are clinically diagnosed by a doctor? Huh? Like, y'all don't know how bad this this Disneyland trip wore me the fuck out, okay? All I'm saying, guys, is I'm washed, okay? Fellas, don't do like me. Have kids before 35 years old, okay? Like before you're 35 years of age, have a kid. Just trust me. With the right person, of course, okay? Again, just saying, I'm beat up like Dr. Dre's first MPC 3000, right? Like when MPCs were still being endorsed by Roger Lynn. Right, if you guys don't know what the fuck that means, that's too bad for y'all. Anyways, we got hell of a show, of course. Shit has changed. Like I said, when you hit that top 10 list, that radar hits you different, okay? And there's a lot I gotta say in a short amount of time. Well, I mean, look, we're gonna talk that shit, okay? It's gonna be a regular amount of time, but I just don't have all the time like I did early on in the podcast, okay? I'm dropping my truff, black truffle hot sauce tomorrow, uh, gold BBDTC bottle edition. I got my very first NFT dropping on Saturday, with Nick Diamond on Mintable. Uh, cryptocurrency took a bath this week, but that's okay, all right? Sometimes you need to fire all the clowns and you need a clean house, okay? 
uh, new mask mandates for California coming soon, and a lot more on a brand new episode of BTB, of course, recorded in 12K High Doge Phoenician. Yo, Dust Brothers, illegal cartel, Lakey inspired. Let's fucking go. So, uh, no kizzy. I- I'm absolutely fucking destroyed. Okay. Two days back to back, like the 2008, 2009 Lakers. Not like the 87, 88 Lakers. Okay. My shit more washed. Right. Like, so I took the whole Yang Gang to Anaheim, California this week. And uh, I let the kids ditch school for Disneyland. All right. And let me tell you. I need to be on a different level of my of like time and energy and strength to fuck around and ever do this ever again. Like for real. Okay. Like it really got me that fucking good. It's been about maybe four or five years since, uh, how old is Ryder? Almost seven. Yeah. About maybe five, six years since last time I was at Disneyland. Okay. My wife used to have a season pass for a while and, and I just don't do well with music parks. And, uh, ever since I got a little popular, you know, well, more, more importantly, you know, ever since my cardiovascular health has deteriorated, I'm just not good with that shit, you know, with the weather and everything, right? Like, and it was like 75, but it was humid as a motherfucker. I felt like I was, you know, down south somewhere. It just felt fucked up. But, um, yeah, my wife, man, she's a trooper. But, like, you know, I walk fast as a motherfucker. But anyways, look, I got a hotel down the street from Disneyland. Uh, my wife got us tickets. I think you heard about the whole fiasco when she had to wait seven hours online to get a fucking ticket and then then she got kicked off and whatever but she ended up getting the tickets you know but the disneyland hotel all the three hotels or two hotels where the fuck it was they're sold out okay so i got us the most decent hotel room that we could get you know we stayed there for three days two nights it was like a 800 square foot corner suite but it was regular as fuck all right i'm grateful for what i but listen man i work hard fuck that shit okay i demand more out of life okay had a kitchen though um a lot of places nearby, but like the bedding, the comedy, like just the, the lodging was just regular as a motherfucker, okay? Like a six across the board. But uh, look, we still had to drive to Disneyland, right? And come Tuesday morning, we're debating, are we going to just walk here? It's not that bad. Let me figure this out. Okay, the lady at the front desk was like, yo, you should walk. It's going to be easier, blah, blah. We don't know. And um, had I known about this small hack, I could have saved us well over two hours. Well, maybe, but yeah, definitely over two hours in total fuckery, all right, on Tuesday morning and Tuesday afternoon, by the way. So Tuesday morning, my ulcerative colitis decides to just start acting the fuck up, right? We get to Disneyland around 8.40 a.m., and there's a line for parking longer than the Olympics in any host city, all right? It was fucking, I was like, come on, man, for real, like, you know, again, this is, you know, people are just starting to open up like shit like this. I ain't talking about restaurants and shit, that little bullshit, okay? I'm talking about a motherfucking Disneyland, all right? So, you know, we finally park and I try to calm my nerves down, you know? I'm just like, all right, you know, I got to get ready for this. And I feel lighter too, like no no cap. I feel lighter. I feel all right, you know? So then I get out of the car and I see a line 
And this ain't no regular line. Like, no bullshit. This line was longer than the first Yeezy shit, like, drop. Okay? The turtle doves. Talking about that line. You know what kind of bedlam that shit was? And I find out that this line is just for the COVID temperature check. Okay? And we were in that line for over 30 minutes. Okay? And you had to separate, you know, six feet. It was just a fucking long fucking line, right? And because COVID still exists... Disneyland has canceled the tram service that takes you from the parking lots, you know, different parts of parking lots to the actual park entrance, okay? So we had to walk all the way to the entrance of the park with masks on, with this fucking like six foot uh, shit between, I'm being dead, dead serious, okay? That walk was about 30 minutes, okay? So now we're hour and 20 minutes in, because it's 20 minutes to get parking, whatever, boom, whatever, all in all, just to get to the gates of California Adventure Park, it was about an hour and a half. Easy. Hour 20 minimum. Okay. So we get in. Remember now, Disneyland is only letting California residents buy tickets at this time. And the park claims that they could only allow 25% occupancy, which is just over 20,000 people. Okay. Now, no cap. We hit two to three rides in the first hour. Okay. The only way to do that during a regular time, like the pre-pandemic, is if you do the VIP tour, which is $400 an hour with a seven-hour minimum, okay? But yo, hold on. If you got a party over five people, which we usually do, then it's $800 an hour, right? And it used to be $600 an hour for 45 hours minimum. But anyways, look, point being is last time my wife was at California Adventure Park is when cars, uh, radiator springs, that, that whole shit just kind of was sort of new. Okay, and the line for the cars race race ride, where the fuck it is, was over two hours long. Even my cousin Steve, he's like, "Yo, man, I was on that motherfucking ride before the pandemic, and yeah, it was like two hours and twenty minutes." Okay, we waited like maybe twenty twenty five minutes max. Okay, and then for all the food, all the restaurants that are open, okay, they're all done now via app. Like you, if you don't have a fucking phone, if you are still on some flip phone shit, and you're fucked. Okay, you you can wait in line, but it's a whole different type of animal. And if you fuck up on the app, like if you don't check back at your app, you don't look and search, it's just all kinds of shit. You can fuck up your time. Then you miss your time slot. Now you get to fucking wait. And it just fucks up the whole thing. Just, I just had anxiety, you know? And, and if you do it right, it is seamless, okay? But, you know, again, this is my first time back and it's post-pandemic. And uh, one of the problems with the food is my diet and my wife's diet don't work with any of their food options, you know? They had like some Mexican food. They had a couple of like kind of like some pasta dish, but mostly it's like chicken fingers, impossible burger. But they are very catering to allergies and vegan and this, that, and if they're, they just didn't have shit for me because I'm on a fucking, uh, you know, on that no carb and just, it just wasn't going to work. Anyways, so we do like two or three more rides in California Adventure Park. So like six rides total in under three hours, okay? Which again is unheard of, even if you have a fast pass, Right. So then we shake over to Disneyland, like the OG park, right? By this time, it's like after 1 p.m. Shit is like close to nap time for some of these young, like super youngins, right? The little kids. And so I'm low-key like shocked, like because the park, ain't, it really is kind of kind of open, right? So um, Indiana Jones and uh, Matterhorn are, are shut down. I was kind of bummed out and my, my kids were kind of bummed out about that too. So we hit the haunted house and the line's like 10, 15 minutes long. That line is always over an hour easily, right? And then we shoot over to Thunder Mountain and the line is one minute maybe. 
All right. And that ride is fucking dope. Like, I ain't gonna like one fucking minute, two minutes max, maybe like a minute. And it was Kaya's first roller coaster ride ever. In fact, this was Kaya's first time at Disneyland. So it was a big fucking deal. And she handled that roller coaster like a real G. Remember, my daughter's three years old and she's 40 inches tall. She barely made the height requirement, right? She's 40.5 inches tall, okay? Um, after that, we hit Space Mountain and that shit was way faster than I remember. I almost got vertical on that motherfucker, right? And plus, I'm wearing prescription glasses now. It's all kind of fucked up. I had like sunglasses. It was dark as a bitch. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, right? And again, Kaya, like $1,000, She's a G, okay? And the crazy part is, she's like, I'm not scared. That was fun. And like, Kaya's just such a, she's such a writer. But speaking of writer, writer was scared. Didn't want to go back on the fucking space. Mountain. He's like, I don't want to do that again. You know, I want to go to, it's a small world, all the other shit and everything, right? He's fucking being mad, whatever. So, you know, we do some shopping, all the other random shit. Um, there's like two or three Starbucks in Disneyland, and the line was a shit show. It was the the line in the morning was, you know, maybe a hundred people deep. Remember, six feet distance, all that shit. Then, like at the middle of the day, you know, 60, 70 people. Then at the end of the day, five o'clock. Like, who the fuck is drinking coffee but me at five o'clock? Again, like 40, 50 people. I'm like, man, fuck all this shit, right? But we did everything we want to do in a day and that's never happened unless you have the VIP tour where you're wearing the motherfucking vests and getting driven around everywhere and you literally got the fucking Kardashian treatment, okay? Now, here's where it gets brutal. The quarantine has had my kids lazy and tired and out of shape and you already know I'm fucked up, right? Like, we gotta walk back 30 minutes to the car and I'm dead, like I'm fucking, I'm so dead, right? It took us maybe 50 minutes to get back because Ryder and London were absolutely pooped, right? They fucking took like four or five breaks. Kaya was in an umbrella stroller, which thank God my wife bought one at fucking Walgreens. And that was like the smartest fucking thing in the world. She took a nap. We were good. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, you know, we go back to the hotel, boom, and we order some fucking food and we're just chilling. Now, next morning, my wife's friend tells her about a low-key parking hack that could help us out. And let me say something real quick, man. Dear God, thank you. Like, wow. Okay. I won't say where we parked, but I'll just say this. From the literal moment that we got out of our car and paid somebody $35 from the, from the moment we got out of the car to where our feet were at the actual entrance of the park, that was about eight minutes, okay? Under 10 minutes easily, right? That's walking, COVID temp check, pass a security guard and all that shit, checking your bags and all that other stuff. It was fucking insane, right? Now, on Wednesday, the park was no way fucking at 25% capacity. They said they can't even go to, to 35% until fucking June or some other bullshit. I don't know what the fuck it was. That park on Wednesday had to be closer to 40, maybe 50 fucking percent. All right, those fucking cocksuckers. The rides were still like 35, 40 minute waits, which is still really good, right? Like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and all that shit. Remember, these rides are usually over an hour all day long. But look, I forgot to mention they don't have fast passes for sale, okay? But we got to do the whole park again. We didn't do California Adventure this time. We just kept it to the OG, right? Um, 
Pirates of the Caribbean, of course, all that shit, Indiana Jones was still closed. But when we're all done and we're all fucking exhausted, everyone's hungry, it's almost near dinner time, kids eat dinner early. Thank God, like I said, it took under 10 minutes to get back to the car, okay? So, man, I don't get how some of these people who got fucking these gigantic bellies like fucking Dom DeLuise, okay, Cannonball Run era, right? You know who the fuck Dom DeLuise is? Google who the fuck that is. Cannonball Run era. We're talking motherfucking, yo, seven months twins pregnant belly, okay? These people would walk the, they walk the park, you see all kinds of type of from all over the place at Disneyland, all right? They're walking the park. I saw a lady who was maybe 350, probably 5'7", 350 pounds, wearing Birkenstocks, carrying a three-year-old kid, a big three-year-old kid. And I'm just like, yo, man, women are fucking just remarkable creatures, okay? Like, they're just incredible. Anyways, I gotta go vomit real quick. That's how washed up I feel right now. I'll be right back. Meanwhile, guys, here's a word from Theragun, one of our sponsors, okay? And some Lakey Lake music while you wait. Yo, Miles, hit me off with that LL. All right, we'll be right back. Don't let the stress follow you throughout the year. Leave muscle aches behind. Whether you're an elite athlete or just someone trying to make it through the day tension-free with Theragun. I'm making 2021 all about listening to what my body needs, which is why I'm keeping my Theragun close all year. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out or an injury or just everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out and the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. I use my Theragun all the time at home. I take it on our trips, in the RV, whenever we hit the road. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and me, the Korean John Cusack. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash baller right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash baller. Theragun.com slash baller. Okay, so uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, 
Amen. Um, rest in peace to Ashiba Coin. My condolences to all its shareholders. Please do not ever dare try to compare Shiba Coin to Doge. Okay. Some coins are McDonald's, some coins are Carl's Jr., some coins are Chick-fil-A, some coins are Burger King, some coins are in and out But this coin right here is straight up knockoff, okay? If Dogecoin is McDonald's, then Shiba Coin is McDowell's. And if you are not knowing why this coin has tanked so goddamn bad yesterday, well, guess what? I'm going to fucking tell you. All right, this is via Decrypt's website. Decrypt is a legit crypto website. They got all the fucking tea when it comes to cryptocurrency and shit. So the co-founder of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin, um, donated, if that's how you spell his name, pronounce his name. I mean, fuck Jordan Miles, you guys wouldn't fucking know, right? Anyways, Vitalik donated a billion dollars of cryptocurrency, mostly Shiba Coin, right? Which the founders of Shiba Coin actually gave to him. These dumb fucks gave the found the co-founder of Ethereum, they, these dumbasses gave him 50% of their coins. And what's going on right now with all these fucking meme coins, all these altcoins, is just fucking straight up Ponzi schemes. It's no joke. You can see a bunch of celebrities pushing it and be like, oh, what about you? Motherfucker, I, dog, I ain't no celebrity, man. Motherfucker, I'm a regular ass person. Yeah, I got some paper, but still, like I be in the game for real. I ain't with that bullshit. Anyways, via Decrypt's website, a wallet attached to the Ethereum creator removed over 2 trillion in Shiba Inu coins, tokens, right? That's over $40 million, okay, from Uniswap. According to data from Block Explorer Etherscan, helping propel the token into a severe nosedive. Shiba has lost 20% of its value in less than an hour per Nomics. I assume Nomics is some sort of a fucking website. It kind of like fucking gives data, whatever the fuck it may be. Now, Shiba Inu, a Dogecoin knockoff, is a meme coin that calls itself an experiment in decentralized, spontaneous community building. Unlike Dogecoin, it runs on the Ethereum network where it has helped contribute to a surge this week in the price of transactions. Sheeb's developers sent more than a half of their total tokens to Buterin. They figured that meant the tokens were practically burned, okay, or removed from the market as a means of decreasing supply and upping demand, right? So these dumb fucks thought that they give the co-founder of Ethereum this and be like, yo, we're going to give this motherfucker shit loan. You know, he's going to fucking hold on to it because he's a billionaire. He's rich as fuck. And he'll just fucking chill on him. Well, um, Buterin instead burned Sheeb and burned Sheeb holders by removing the Sheeb from a liquidity pool on Uniswap. Okay. Vitalik wasn't done. He then continued to dump the rest of his Shiba coins in favor of Ethereum, and then that tanked the coin over 30%. Okay? Now, check it out to some of you fucking people, man. It's crazy, man. Like, yeah, yeah, look, 
I get it though. Imagine when you think you have a chance to get rich and you feel something inside. You're like, yo, man, fuck that. Like, like for anyone who's even smarter people, I have friends of mine who, who are tied to two billionaire families. Like, no, nah, man, chill. I got, you know, a billion coins and blah, blah, whatever. And you got other people who, you know, let's say, for instance, you're a basketball player. You're 17, 18. You're really good. You're the best in the country and whatever. And you see that. And then, like, there's somebody who sees your talent and wants to be your agent or manager. They just get into that thing. Like, they sink their fangs in you and they get that feeling. Like, you know, don't fuck up my money. We're about to, no, fuck this. We're going to the moon. And it's just like crazy. Like, man, at a certain point, though, Look, there's things that are easy, there's things that aren't. Timing is, you know, and some people, it just ain't meant to be. Some motherfuckers need to find a job, okay? But when the founder of Ethereum, who is a fucking hella smart dude, does a move like this, it's not even disrespectful. It's outright ruthless, okay? That motherfucker's moves yesterday, straight relentless, okay? So again, my condolences to everyone involved in this coin, everyone who has the fucking coins, but check it out, but fuck out of here, all right? Now, a very famous gossip blogger named Fee, she literally has one of the rawest, realest gossip pages around, and now it's pay to play. Like, her tea is so good, she's not, fuck that. She's like, you know what I'm saying, you gotta pay for this shit on Patreon or whatever it is. She has a stock page too. I've never seen it. But her ego is crazy, right? Her page is called Gossip of the City. Gossip of the City. She used to have a page called Famous. She's been shut down like four or five times, but she's about her paper, okay? Like most of the big fucking uh, gossip sites with Shade Room, whatever, they get their shit like way after she does, right? Anyways, her ego is crazy, okay? And mostly because she's done really well for herself and she's been smart about a few things. And that's the issue, you know? Like again, you know, it's like when you think that you're smarter than a billionaire, that is in this game, that's when the delusion is just crazy, okay? And she's deep into Sheba, right? Like deep, like she bet me 1 million Sheba coins that in 2029, Sheba will have outperformed Doge because you need eight years, right? And it will hit $1, okay? <laughs> oh man, Fee. Um, she has tweets posting about Doge in 2020, but again, that don't mean shit. Right, I have blogs and posts about Bitcoin in 2014. You know, chains 2014, 2015. I have Ethereum chains I made in 2016. All that stuff. Doge has crushed it, of course. But I didn't get in late. She's like, you got in late. When'd you get in? I got in January. You know what I'm saying? I got in at point zero zero three cents. Right? I've shown my wallet early on. You know, like it's, it's just shit just cracks me up. Right? What's funny is when you think. You're going to outsmart possibly the smartest billionaire in crypto that there possibly is. Nah, fam. You're not going to. Okay? Period. All right? Now, I know dude, what's his name? Charles, whatever, from ADA. You know, the dude who created Cardano, whatever. He's a brilliant dude. He'll do some big things and whatever, right? And he says some shit about Stoke. But I'm going to be real with you. As brilliant as you fucking are. Man, he just... Man, Elon ain't going to lose, man. He just ain't. Anyways... More news on uh, why cryptocurrency markets took such a shit this week. Uh, yesterday, Elon Musk announced that he no longer will use Bitcoin with Tesla due to the amount of energy and fossil fuels it takes and uh, will consider something else that takes less, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to mining. And as soon as he announced that, Bitcoin dropped to $48,000, right? 
it dropped quite like a lot. That's fuck. That's a lot, bro. And uh, it kind of came back up, but it's still down overall, right? We, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it's a tough one. I definitely think it's going to affect it a little. But, you know, again, I'm the one who told you I still think that Bitcoin could be $100,000, right? It's, it's the Hermes Birkin bags of, of cryptocurrency. Um, now, I truly believe in no delusional way that Elon is going to incorporate Dogecoin into Tesla, okay? Now, Elon loves the underdog pun intended okay now people if you got money and shit that's decent in cryptocurrency that is decent then don't worry about it if your money's in cardano xrp right ethereum bitcoin um and i still think doge you know it's still a safe bet okay i'm not big on litecoin but i know you know it's, it's done its thing right there's been ups and downs here and there right i heard binance coin does its things but look, man, all these other coins, but I just didn't, and the crazy sell point to people with Safe Moon and Shiba Coin, like, yo, all I just need to do is to get to point zero one, or all I need to do is just get to point zero zero one, and I'm rich as fuck. That's the whole fucking point. Do you know what I mean? That's what a pyramid, that's what a Ponzi scheme is. You know what I'm saying? It's a pyramid scheme when you get in and you keep going up and everything, right? It's like, look, I... Binance coin is, I don't know much about it. My boy Adam was talking about it, his boy. And I know it, it's something, it's, you know, and, and they make some money. I'm not saying you can't make money day trading, get in and out. Sometimes it's, just, it's dangerous though, you know? I can't tell you how many times where I bought a coin and, you know, I'm like, all right, boom, okay, cool. Now it's time for me to dump it or try to swap. Sometimes you got to swap. You never know. And what if what, if what you want to swap it to ain't the time for that, right? And like, let's say you can't sell it, so you can't buy it, but like, Hence, Robin Hood and all the situations. It's a fucked up situation. So you got to be careful when you try to day trade and stuff. And then people are like, yo, I made hella money. I made hella money on fucking duh, Shiba coin. Why are you hating? And I'm like, what's hella money, bro? Oh, like, you know, 300 bucks, like 1,000 bucks. Like, look, even 25, 30 years ago, when I was broke, 300 to $1,000 was not a lot of money, Okay. And I'm putting this perspective. Yes, $1,400 helps people. And I'm talking about what does it really do? What kind of oxygen does it really provide for your life? Even if you are living in the lowest tier of lifestyle in America. Okay. So again, we're not talking about that type of shit. And I get it. Now, the people who put 200 in and made 7,000 on certain things. Yeah, cool. That didn't happen with fucking Sheba. So stop it. All right. If you got your money in a bunch of meme or altcoins at the moment, Look, understand, these dips might not stop dipping, okay? What's going to happen is this shit ain't going to stop until there's a total correction, and there might be another one. Might be a little bump here and there, and people are buying it. Oh, buy the dip, but no, dog, not on that. There's a real community going on with Dogecoin. Yes, you know, major people involved. There's so many things behind it now. You can't compare it with this bullshit-ass fucking punk-ass fake doge killer coin okay right and for your information guys yes i'm still holding over a million doge coins all right and i'm good i'm straight now told you guys at the beginning of this show i got a lot going on right i really do okay being a dad of three kids and being married right that alone is not easy work Okay, now add 75 employees to that 
right? And then now add network drops, Project 70 drops, and all this other shit. And even though all this stuff is staggered, yo, I'm burnt the fuck out, right? But yo, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this well. So guys, got a big announcement. Tomorrow, I am dropping my first hot sauce collaboration with the McLaren of hot sauces, a.k.a. Truff. It is a black truffle-infused hot sauce, and it is not only elite, it is fucking absolutely delicious on almost everything from eggs to meat to pasta to pizza to french fries, from Chinese food to Italian food to American food to fucking Mexican food. It's all that, okay? This hot sauce is it. So at 4 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow, my hot sauce goes on sale. There's going to be a good amount of hot sauce for sale, right? I got a feeling it'll probably be sold out by Monday. You know, who knows? But this is something that you want to have as a staple in your kitchen and your pantry. This is a conversation piece. This shit is legit. And again, I add a little extra. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Not like that. Oh, shit. The fuck? That's spicy as a motherfucker. It's just got that good enough kick. A little more than the regular trough. Okay. Now, remember, this hot sauce is only available on the network app, of course, right? My home, network app only tomorrow, 4 p.m. Pacific time. Now, also happening tomorrow, I am announcing the winner of the $3,300 diamond gold Ethereum chain. Yes, this will go down on my Instagram live. Stay tuned to your phone at 11 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. That's Friday, May 14th to see if you won. Go to my Instagram live. 11 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. Go to my IG live and I'm going to announce I'm going to be fully transparent. Show it every single fucking entry that's in there. I forgot what it was. Over a thousand people I entered. 1,300 or some shit. It was a good amount of people. But yo, a lot of people bought a lot of cards. Who fucking knows? The last couple of contests, people bought, well, the guys who won one card, one entry, that's it. All you need to do was buy one card. All you had to do was buy one $20 Godzilla card, right? So I'm excited to see who's going to win this chain. Shit's going to be dope. And uh, that chain will be shipped out on Monday morning. Uh, now, last for my huge announcements, but not least, okay, my very first NFT with Nick Diamond drops on Saturday on Mintable. This is a very big fucking deal, okay? We were supposed to drop this on my birthday, which is end of January, right? But we didn't want to make it a cash grab thingy, right? Make that shit like, and plus we wanted to make this like a little more proper. So what we did was we added an unlockable item. In the NFT world, unlockable means like a tangible item you could touch, okay? So our NFT drops this coming Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We will have a limited edition gold version of 475 NFTs up for grabs and an exclusive one-of-one one platinum NFT version. Each gold NFT will receive a gold unlockable regulation-sized basketball. 
and one lucky collector will bid on and win the one-of-one platinum basketball, which will also be autographed by me and Nick. This is happening at mintable.app, okay? That's M-I-N-T-A-B-L-E dot A-P-P. At 11 a.m. Eastern Time, that is 8 a.m. For those of you in Los Angeles and on the West Coast, Okay, guys, this is my very first NFT, and I will not be doing a lot of NFTs. In fact, with my Ben Baller namesake, I'll be doing a handful max to ensure that collectors will get to enjoy this, all right? Y'all got to give a big shout out to my boy, my primo, Paul Rodriguez, aka P-Rod. He uh, came through last night. And bless me with the pair of his super rare What the P-Rod Nike SB Dunks. Guy's the fucking nicest guy in the world. You know, he was on the show, friend of the podcast. Um, And uh, the What the P-Rod Dunks uh, are releasing on the Sneakers app on May 22nd. I know a lot of people take L's on that app. So good looking out, my bro. Appreciate you, man. He is a skateboard motherfucking legend. And he's back skating and all that, all right? Speaking of legends, the GOAT. Mr. Kobe Bryant will be inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame this Saturday. I will be tuned in for the ceremony. I actually can't wait to see what Michael Jordan has to say this time. As you guys know, man, his his words at Kobe's funeral, they were it, man. That was just crazy, man. He 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 had people laughing, crying, all that, man. Text messages still fucked me up. And with that purple and gold legend talk, my lake show will most likely be in this NBA playoff play-in tournament, okay? I think it's the first time, right? Isn't it the first time for this fucking play-in tourney, right? Which will begin on uh, May 18th, which is a Tuesday, right? So now look, a lot can happen in the next few days, okay? Fools can choke and shit. You know, there's some close things, right? We know we got, what, we got 40 wins, right? But look, I got a feeling that motherfuckers forgot how good our team is in a seven-game series. People forget how fucking severely, strategically excellent LeBron James is in a seven-game series, okay? We could legit pull off the craziest comeback in NBA history. From everyone being hurt and us just losing a shit ton of games to us winning a chip, okay? But we shall see. Any doubters out there, you can eat my dick from the side, okay? And if you need help with betting on NBA games, then go to at DBPicks, all right? That's the only way to go. They are literally flattening the competition, all right? They're just bullying motherfuckers with these betting picks, right? Don't ever sleep on at DBPicks. They've been, they're like fucking lost like four games in like 10 days. When like fucking like 60 and, and like, Five or some shit. Something crazy. Whatever it is. The last thing I want to discuss on here is why do some of you older guys, meaning anybody over 35, right? Really anybody over 40, but you know, that's cool. You get 38 or so. Like, why do some of you older guys care so much about fitting in with the young crowd? Huh? Like, real talk. I've never cared to be like anyone much younger than me. When I was young, 
I definitely didn't give a fuck about, you know, fucking with anybody else. Like I've always dressed the way I dress. Okay. And I always looked up to those who are more established than I was. So I just don't get that shit. I was listening to that, you know, I seen I saw academics trending, seen Joe Budden. I saw fucking like five, six names trending over this podcast. I'm like, oh shit, okay. So I went to go listen to this super controversial episode of uh, Joe Budden Pod. I didn't listen to the whole thing, I, some bits and pieces, right? I rarely listen to Joe Budden's podcast. And I know he's got the number one podcast, whatever, but there's been a lot of drama lately on his show, right? And with his co-hosts, who now are no longer his co-hosts, he, he, he's fired them, right? I think he's got two new co I don't know what the fuck the deal is, okay? Now listen, if you're going to be on a show and you're important to the show, then get the splits and percentages done before you come up, all right? Or at least have that room open for negotiation, right? Real talk. If there's even a 1% chance that you'll be valuable to a show, then get the ownership talks out of the way early, all right? Don't try to do it after, you know? And uh, what Charlamagne the God said some shit like, yo, man, if Destiny's Child came back, you know, it's like, is it Beyonce and crew? And, it's not, and I get what he's saying, but that's a group that's different. All right. This is a show and I get what they're saying and whatever. But what Joe said about what you bring to the table is real. Have you brought any sponsors? And if they didn't, that's a problem. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, what do you bring? Okay. Now, I don't have a co-host. And I, I'd love one. Right? It would take a lot of weight off my shoulders. But I do have a legit partnership with the Dust Brothers. And we got the splits out the way immediately. And I couldn't see myself doing a show with anyone else. Okay, Each of us and all of us have a role and a duty. Right? And all of us bring food to the table. Me, Miles, and Jordan, we split it up between sponsors, guests, content, you name it. If you're thinking about starting a podcast as a hobby, let me give you some advice. Stop. Don't. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, I'm being honest. Why do it half-ass? Why do, you know, an episode every four months? Why do 22 episodes and then give up? Or just stop, right? Don't even start then, okay? But if you do want to begin podcasting, hit up the Dust Brothers for that A1 professional podcasting production. And again, look, Joe Budden can have the ego he wants or whatever and all that and academics talk his shit, whatever, boom. I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, it's, it seems that important. You know, he's got a big fan base. I'm not jealous at all. That's dope. You know, Joe Budden was never a gigantic rapper. You know, he had a couple, he had one real big hit and he just always, but he's a very articulate dude. He's, he's very smart. He knows how to do his thing. Cool. Great for Joe, man. You know, I'm not mad at dude at all, but he did build the show. And I, I feel what he's saying because sometimes, you know, I have this issue with people that work for me, right? And I'm not that dude to shit on people that work for me. I'm going to definitely be more inclined to shit on somebody who doesn't work for me. It's just kind of like, you know, I just, I, I like to have a decent work environment. Anyways, lastly, excellent big news from dickhead Governor Gavin Newsom, Okay. The governor of California has just announced that on June 15th, California will no longer have a mask mandate for outdoors. 
there will be no more outdoor mask mandate. I guess inside the airports, movie theaters, any of that indoor shit will require masks. But let me tell you, thank fucking God I used this thin mask my mom got. So I had to filter on everything, whatever, but it was thin, see-through. Not in the pictures that you see on my Instagram, but it was just this crazy mask that I got from Korea. She got from Korea. I used it at Disneyland because wearing one for eight hours is not fun. Now, if I wasn't vaccinated, definitely had been fucking rocking N95. But, you know, that shit is, man, and that heat and everything, man, it's just not fun. Eight hours of the mask is never going to be fun. Doesn't mean you don't do it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you want to be outside, then fucking do what you got to do. But for kids, you know what I'm saying? Like London is eight, Ryder's almost seven in, in two weeks, and then Kai's three. Like that shit ain't easy, man. You know, it's, it's but yo, P.S., all right, I know I said it lastly, but hold on. P.S., P.S.S.S. Tomorrow, I am making my third appearance on one of the greatest podcasts in podcast history. Okay, yes, I will be on the I Am Rappaport podcast. Again, like I said, that might be the fourth time. Is it third or fourth? I forget, but I will be on I Am Rappaport talking big shit with the Gringo Mandigo, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. Captain Kaleidos from the, what the fuck is it, the Caucasus Mountains? Anyways, if you want, you know what I'm saying, we're on Luminary as well. Some of you guys who, ha- who are subscribers of uh, I Am Rapport's podcast, I'm sure you probably listen to uh, Behind the Baller on Luminary. So take a listen on the Luminary app by going to L-U-M-I-N-A-R-Y dot link forward slash Rappaport, okay? That's luminary.link slash Rappaport, all right? As you guys know, that show is produced by the greatest dynamic duo, the Dust Brothers. Anyways, yo guys, that is all the time we have for today. And just because this is a top ranked show, that does not mean that we can't hit number one or number five. Please keep spreading the good word, all right? Please tell all your friends to tell all of their friends and maybe we start doing numbers like Joe Button. <laughs> All right, y'all. Yo, I love you, BTB Army. God bless. Have a great weekend. Yo, Lakey Lake, take us to the crib, fam. Peace. <laughs>